0: Welcome to Cowboy Shit, this is episode number 12, Ted Stoven and Wacy Anderson.
1: Hello. It's already down here in the middle of May, Mother's Day weekend. Are yeah, you going to do anything for your Sunday.
0: mother? She's actually in town right now. What's she up to? Uh, she's at the pub down the street. Nice.
1: Cool. Well, that's exciting. So we got to do a quick podcast tonight so I can go have beers with my mom. Nice.
0: And we're going to golf tomorrow. It's going to be awesome. <sighs> that
1: sounds sweet. Yeah. So you were in Saskatchewan this past week. How was your trip?
0: Prince Albert was awesome because I got to fly to it, which was really Nice. I got a decent. Price you cut on down like an
1: eight-hour drive into a forty-five-minute hour-long flight. Yeah, it was kick-ass. That's unreal.
0: Like I literally woke up in the morning at like I don't know seven thirty. We're on the road at eight, and I was home by noon, which is like it's still four hours of travel. But like if I if I left there at eight o'clock, usually eight a.m. plus eight hours would be twelve. It'd be four p.m. So I got
1: home four hours earlier. It's unreal. At least. That's perfect. Drive. Yeah. Any hour is not on the road. And we were exactly. able to go for your birthday supper.
0: It was, was a nice time. That was,
1: lo- that was a, I'm a big good. fan of that place. Yeah. It was you, great food. I ordered the wrong pasta, though. That tortellini was off the, the charts. It looked quite good. nice. Nice, man. That was good. Yes, yeah, PA was great,
0: though, uh... Jared Parsonage won the event. Dayton Johnston, though, looked like he was going to get his second PBR victory. It's been over a year since he's won one now. Mm-hmm. He won uh, TP Creek last right. winter mm-hmm. and then didn't win anything else. And actually, just missed winning the Rookie of the Year title, too, right, at the finals. So mm-hmm. good to see him back at it and got a couple down there and uh, ended up third overall. But Parsonage rode. Uh, he ended up riding Happy Camper. Yeah, Happy Camper from the
1: 2-Bit Buck and Bulls. First Canadian to ride the yeah. Canadian Bull. First
0: yeah, first Canadian on Canadian soil, first qualified ride on Canadian soil. Uh they had there's a guy riding him last year at the World Finals, but
1: that's gotta have Jared close to number one in Canada by now, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, he's only three hundred points behind actually. So nice. they put the new standings up today and I kinda wrote about how they were afterwards, but it was yeah, he's on a roll though, and then Wasey Finkbinder also uh made some made some big ground he's there. He's riding hot. Yeah, he's up to number three in Canada. So sweet. Pretty cool to see all those guys kicking ass, and uh, the bulls were good. Happy Camper won another classic title, won like four thousand dollars on Friday night, so he's a winning machine. Yeah, that was also good. We had the WCRA rodeo, some Canadian content. They won the bucking horse riding on Get Smart Court Sheer.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't. I haven't heard a darn thing. The only thing I know about is the bull riding that I heard about okay. that rodeo. I don't know anything. I haven't heard too much about it.
0: Fair enough. Well, good rodeo though. It looked like, and uh, Lane Peterson actually from up here was one of the judges too. Really. Fan so, do you of the show. know
1: anything of the announcements that they had made on...
0: Well, actually, we're going to talk to Bobby Moat later on the oh. show, so we're going to get the inside scoop what a nice surprise! everything WCRA. Back-to-back Bobby, Bo- back Bobby Moat. Yeah, Bobby Mote. Back-to-back episodes of nice. the cowboy shit. Yeah. So, That's we'll have awesome. him on the show later. So, yeah, going to be a good show. What else we got? We're kind of good. Otherwise,
1: aren't we? I started my new job today. First day at the new gig.
0: First day, yeah. So, Wacey's now the proud driver of a van.
1: Dodge Caravan. Don't know the year. It's about silver. few, you needs an oil change, needs a detail, has winter tires, but all in all, solid machine. They just give you a used van to drive. It's a fleet vehicle, so it's been used before me. They didn't even me. clean it before you got it. Apparently, the person before me was not too clean. Like I drove, <laughs> I drove actually. <laughs> fun story for my first day on the job. I drove a different mini, like same like fleet vehicle, like, diff- another fleet vehicle up to Red Deer today did for the Red d- Deer did rep. You, br- you so you br- drove it yourself? Yeah, I drove by myself this morning.
0: Oh really? I thought you were going as a crew.
1: I did, but I was like, it was a convoy. Oh. So we drive, vans. So we a leave we leave the office and I get probably to Memorial Drive. Break some guy down. pulls up behind me. Flat tire on the van. On so your I'd, van? Yeah, on the van. Not this one, the one I was driving this morning. Oh, no. Ear. So I had to stop and fill up the tire. So that was interesting. And then like this this van was even dirtier than my van. Like it has dog hair all over it and like old yeah. pop bottles and so we're going to need to do a little detail work here once I get You do. Not me. Yes, I need to get a do a little bit of detailing. Do some vacuuming, some armor all in. Okay. And get the winter tires off of it. They still got the studs on. Ooh. Okay. But it'll it'll be nice. I, I've I've spent a lot of time in a minivan, <laughs> so um, it's not and like it's days. it's nothing new, but Fair per se. All right. I think I'm gonna call it the Silver Bullet. You even can though I work for but for Bud Light. Yeah, you can you The can, silver yeah. the silver Bud Light.
0: No, you just gotta call it. You gotta call it like Bud Silver or something.
1: I'll. I mean, yeah. Well, check we'll check in it- check in next episode for. For the name, the name of the van,
0: the or the send us in your suggestions. For what do you the think? What should I van? name my van? Yeah, it's not actually his. It's it's the Labatt van. Dodgy
1: McDodgerton.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you should call it, but it sure mash, matches your creepy mustache, though. You got. I van. don't have a
1: beard, man. Yeah, but it's like
0: it's all pervy like that, and I don't have a
1: pervy mustache. <laughs> I have a nice mustache. It
0: matches the van. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hit the wind. Uh, Van we? lifestyle. Put free candy on the side of it.
0: It's the van lifestyle. he's not a part of it.
1: I'm going to put a bed in the back.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's against company policy. They don't have to know. Wow. Well, it's a just, stow and you go. You just said it on the podcast. It's a
1: stow and go. I don't know what to say. You can't <laughs> just live out of
0: the van. Well, yeah. actually, you could. I could. It,
1: it's been done before. I've done it before. I've lived the van life.
0: Yeah. And you're about to. Summer of 2018. 2018.
1: 2018. yeah. Wasey. Van life. Van life. Stay tuned. We'll
0: be back with Curtis Lecision. Episode number 12. This is Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wasey. We've got our guest, uh, first guest of the show today, Bobby Mote, uh, Bobby you uh, you've been been busy man this last uh, week you're in Vegas and you just got home uh, today and just we uh, we just caught you during supper but uh, hope all's going well and uh, we're excited to hear the news here though, fill us in
2: yeah it was a it was a big week it's been tough because we've had a lot of really exciting things in the works and we've kind of had to keep them under wraps until we had this announcement on the fourth and uh, we had a really good turnout of, of folks that were uh, you know, just a really good mix of people, whether they were major rodeo committees to some medium-sized rodeo committees and, uh, some stock contractors and some rodeo athletes. And there were organizations there such as the IPRA, the PRCA had a representative there and the NBHA. And there were also about a half a dozen corporate sponsors as well. So we had a, we had a really good mix of, of folks in the room and that the presentation went really well. I think that, uh, Sean Gleason really, really made his point, you know, that it takes everybody in the industry pulling in the same direction to advance it. And, uh, you know, it was kind of a call to action for everybody that's involved to, to not view the WCRA as binary choice where you have to do one or the other, but this is, you know, this is an effort to bring everything together. And so this is, to my knowledge, the first summit of its type that, that brought, all of these parties together at the same time talking about solutions. I know that there are organizations like ARC that kind of have summits once a year, but I mean, it's limited mostly to PRCA committees and that's kind of the extent of it. And so I feel like we were able to lay out what our plan is moving forward and answer questions. We started it at 10 o'clock and they gave a a very detailed presentation between Sean Gleason from the PBR and uh, Scott Davis from the WCRA, and then we broke for lunch. And as uh, folks were eating, and we Sean Gleason, Tommy Joe Lucia representing the Days of 47 in Salt Lake City, Scott Davis and myself did a Q and A, and they passed the mic around the room and he answered questions for another little over an hour. So it was uh, it was it was really good. I think didn't you know nobody should have left with with unanswered questions at that point
0: what was the reaction like at, at the event on May 4th there
2: I think it was positive I think that it took a minute for people to wrap their minds around what plan was just because it's, it's different than
0: things that have been
2: presented in the past but the technology really really brings it brings it all together and, and the bottom line is there are a couple challenges for rodeo athletes to make rodeo profitable for them. And one of those things is that you know they kind of have to pick which organization they're going to chase after, and and then that organization almost always is a is a year long season, resulting in a finals. And it's either you don't do well at the finals, or you fall short and don't make the finals. Your year was kind of shot. And the other thing is by having to kind of pick one organization to to go after, you know, when you do go to other organizations, you know, like I spoke to a guy today that he said last week, I went to a, a UPRA rodeo, which is a as a big amateur association in Texas. I went to a PRCA rodeo and I went to USTRC team roping and none of them, you know, had any significance with the other. I mean, they don't count for each other. So this technology will bring all that together and it'll allow these folks to make all those competitive efforts at all of those different places count towards basically quarterly five hundred thousand dollar semifinals advancing to a million dollar majors. And if you win at a million dollar major, then you have an exemption to the next three majors. And so, you know, a person could come from kinda out of nowhere in a matter of a few months and and be going at, you know, six million dollars total. So I mean it's a that's, that's a great opportunity that wasn't there before.
0: So you're saying that they can qualify for these big events by not even maybe being a member of the PRCA or being a member of a professional association. That's right. For those that haven't read the press release announcing or you know, explaining the VRQ and and the everything else that was announced between the schedule, the the first uh, qualifier in, in Guthrie, Oklahoma in November, the first major rodeo in Sacramento, California in January. Would you just give us the rundown on uh, on what all was announced and how exactly the uh, the qualifier works?
2: Right. Okay. Well, so I'll speak first to the opportunities. The first opportunity is actually in July at Days of Forty Seven. So through the point standing from the virtual rodeo qualifier, which is the name of the of the mobile web-based app, um, through the point standings, the top twenty in each in each event will qualify for the days of 47 which is a million dollar rodeo in salt lake city uh, the third week in july so from now until i believe it's july 9th the top 20 in the in the point standings and and when you log on to the app it shows you the, the point standings will will basically have an invite to, to the days of 47 that Standings will continue through the summer, and in November in Guthrie, Oklahoma, at the Lazy Eat Arena, there will be the first semifinals, $500,000 guaranteed semifinals, and that is the week of the 12th through the 17th. And the, the top finishers from that semifinals will advance to Sacramento in, in January for a million dollar rodeo.
0: I want to ask how the, how the first weekend was in Vegas. How was the rodeo? We've seen highlights of it, it looked fantastic.
2: That yeah, was a lot of fun. There was a uh, there was a lot of energy in there. Uh, I mean, we started out with the best uh, best rodeo athletes, and so I mean it it was just it was fun. Anytime you get to see them face off like that, and there's no scores to carry forward, they kind of lay it all on the line. It was it was really good watching, especially yesterday. The format that we used had had never been used before, and it was it was really fun. We started with eight athletes in each discipline the first day. We cut that field in half for the semifinals, and then so on Sunday we had the semifinals, and then and then we came back with the with the top two scores or fastest times for a final back in the same performance. The whole thing lasted just over two hours, and uh, there was a lot of action. It was it was pretty cool. Oh, we had a couple 90s. We had a I think a 90 in the bareback riding, and in the saddle bronc riding. I think in the bull riding in the semifinals there was a 90 even. It was good. The stock was awesome yesterday.
0: Oh yeah, the videos looked uh, looked great. Between and there's even some Canadian stock down there for for the people from up our way too. We saw, get smart as uh, I want to say a horse of the year up here yep. and uh, from the Northcott Moxa firm and uh, yeah, that was that was cool to see they, that court one uh, on that horse too. But I want to go back to the qualifications. So this year was basically or this Las Vegas event was mostly based off the how things were at the end of the finals last year I guess right
2: that's correct yeah cuz we hadn't we hadn't activated this yeah the VRQ yet
0: but the next one is totally wide open like anybody can be at the next one right
2: that's that's absolutely right anybody that i mean regardless of who or what or where the top 20 with the exception of the bull riding because the PBR has already made an arrangement earlier in the year with stage 47 to bring the bull riders. There's four spots available on the bull riding. There's 20 spots available in every other discipline.
0: And the winners from Vegas get to go to Salt Lake City too, right? So there'd be like 19. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. No, there's the, still that's, 20.
2: The 20 is in addition to those exemptions.
0: Okay, cool. And I w- I wanted to ask too how the payout worked because. You guys paid out 400,000.
2: The checks we wrote to the winners, they all won over 30,000. Oh, okay. I think one of them won maybe 32 something. They won between 30 and 32 something.
0: Okay. And then you guys so, paid a couple spots yeah. in a couple rounds kind of thing too? Yes. Okay.
2: Yeah, the first round paid every spot. The oh, okay. Round, the second round actually paid every spot and the third round just paid one spot.
0: I wasn't sure how that worked. I never saw anything really, but I was just kind of curious. Yeah, it paid good. I oh, mean, yeah. That's a really bunch good. of money. Is there anything else you want to add? You know, um,
2: just that when they, when it's it's so it's so simple to log in. You just go to wcrarodeo.com. You click the register button that's right in the middle of the home page, and that'll route you to the web-based app. Now, the app's not available on the App Store, and the whole reason behind that is is Apple charges 30% to every transaction that's done over that. And so, you know, rather than have to pass that on to all the all the people using it, we just we made it a, a mobile web-based app and so you can you can save that on your home screen and it operates just the same. Once you register on your um, on your app, then I mean it's really easy to nominate a rodeo. There's something like 1400 events that are loaded in the system right now. And uh, once you have positions for your rodeo, the nominations are open. And so you just, you you hit nominate, you start to type the, the name of the rodeo and it auto-populates and it comes up, you click on it, you select the, the discipline, the date you compete and proceed to, to check out and you're done.
0: I just registered while we were on the on the phone call here and uh it is super easy so since i'm logged in now i'm going to be watching for the leaderboard next week once this first weekend's yeah. over that's going to be interesting
2: this first version doesn't have a lot of frills but it, it does just what we needed to do and so we wanted to make it where it was really simple and easy for people to to nominate and to track their progress and then as we move forward we'll we'll build it out and make it a lot more you know have a lot more uses for other people too
0: how do the nominations work as far as getting an event into your point system how how does that work
2: so each rodeo has they're categorized into four different divisions division one being the toughest competition and so basically division one is you know around 25 events and it's all of the biggest paying toughest competition rodeos and jackpots and ridings like the, the world final pbr world finals is in that group nfr houston san antonio you know there's some big jackpots like the world series finale and, and things that are that are included as division ones and then it moves down into division twos which are also large events and then division threes are, are sort of the medium sized rodeos and, and events and then division four is probably the broadest list and that you know that goes down to a jackpot up to you know, and it's not based on one criteria, but you know, it has a lot to do with the total payout, total payout, number of contestants. Those things are all factors that determine what division it lands in, and the division it lands in is important because that is directly tied to how many points are available from placing at that at that event. And so, there are points awarded for every paying place to six. So at every rodeo or bull riding at Yanner on down to 6 points are available and, um, and the points are awarded at a higher rate based on the the higher the division so division 1 gives the most most points so when you nominate after you, you when you hit submit payment it tells you you know a division 1 costs $200 to nominate a division 2 costs $150 to nominate a division 3 costs $100 to nominate and a division 4 costs $50 to nominate.
0: And then is there is there a payout on those events? No,
2: there isn't a payout on your nomination other than it qualifies you for the 500,000 and the million dollar event.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Cool.
2: The the thinking is instead of saying we're going to have this series come to these qualifiers and then people have to make a choice. And so this is part of what, you know, been wrong with former concepts is now you have to go to this series or you have to go over over there and it keeps you from being able to go if you're trying to make the nfr or the pbr finals or whatever it is your your slate's pretty well full already you don't have a lot of extra days to go you know take on new series and things and so this this takes that out of the way because all everybody that has traveled and done this a lot understands that the the entry fees aren't your most expensive part of doing this. It's your travel. It's your travel and it's your wear and tear on your body. And so if you feel like you've got a great chance at whatever event you're at, then that would be a good time to nominate it because it's like it's like doubling down on on that ride or run. And that's that's kinda of where the slogan make every ride count, uh, that's where it comes from.
0: How far ahead do you have to nominate it? Can you wait till you get to figure out what you have in the draw and then and then decide or? How, uh, what, when do there, the entries closed.
2: That's a good question. The, uh, the nominations open when, uh, positions are released and they close two hours before the first competition in your discipline. And so the reason why it's that way is because there's some rodeos that have slack in the timed events that start before the performance. So if you're in the timed event, you can nominate right up until two hours before the slack or whatever your first performance is and the riding events you can nominate right up until two hours before the first performance. Now, in PRCA rodeos, stock is released 72 hours before the first performance, and so there's a cutoff there, and you can nominate after you have stock, but there's what's called an odds fee, and basically you just pay a higher nomination fee. If you waited, either you forgot or you're like, I'm going to wait and see what I have, and I have drawn a really good animal, then you can still nominate up until the time that the rodeo starts. It's, uh, I believe it's a week in Canada because they released stock earlier up there.
1: Okay. And then
2: the, uh, the, the rodeos that don't pre-draw stock, then it's, it's right up until two hours before the rodeo.
0: Who came up with this whole system? This, is, this sounds brilliant. It's super cool. I really like what you guys are doing.
2: So this, this database is quite extensive, and it, it's been in development for over three years now. And the guy that has taken the lead on it is the guy that devised the it's called the triad system and it's it's what gave classifications to team ropers. And so early on team roping didn't they didn't have the number system that made the industry explode. They just ever they have if there was a jackpot, it was an open rope. And if you weren't good enough, you weren't good enough. And then when they started classifying ropers based on their skill level, there was a whole bunch of different criteria that went into that that, that allows them, based on their performance, to rate to rate these ropers. Well, this guy for over twenty years now has been just gathering and processing mass amounts of data and he has a very unique understanding of not only how rodeo works but how these events work and what people do and how to analyze this data and so he's the one that's taking the lead on this database and then we have another company that's a real edgy tech development firm that has worked on the front side of it and is in development on a bunch of other cool stuff right now
0: i'm looking forward to checking the standings on monday and see what all who all's entered and what it, what it looks like after the first week this is a uh... i I think i think what you guys have together here and the all the different organizations and having all the rodeos listed listed in one place like just hasn't been done before ever like even the data the stuff i saw casey duggan had put together beforehand and everything like just stuff i'd never seen before and i'm i'm super excited to see what you guys what you guys get done in this first week and and in the first 70 days with uh with salt lake city coming up
2: yeah well i appreciate it yeah i'm excited too and the presentation will be available on RidePass. They had to edit it down, and so when you get a chance, take a look at that because there's a lot more data in there that is really interesting. And there's been a lot, there's a lot of a lot of work been put into this.
0: Well, thanks for your time, Bobby. Thanks for uh, explaining everything more to us. Uh, we uh, we sure appreciate it, and we look forward to talking to you again here in a couple more months.
2: All right, sounds good, Ted. I appreciate it.
0: Well, cool chat with Bobby Moat there, talking more WCRA.
1: Yeah, that's really cool stuff. I didn't realize the the rodeo nomination system they had going on. That was really, really cool. It's such a cool opportunity for like anybody to yeah work their way up the ladder and yeah. not be restricted by region or where they're at or yeah, what's available to them. So I think that's that's like really, really cool. I'm and, a big fan of that.
0: And fifty bucks for the division that's, four rodeos. That's, rodeo, that's so all it is. That's what that's what he said. It was two hundred dollars for uh D one. Nice. 150 for D two, 100 bucks for D three, and fifty for D four. Plus, there's some fees, and then uh, Bobby talked about an odds fee. I don't know. I don't know all the details exactly yet, and he explained it a bit there. But uh, I mean, yeah, fifty bucks for a chance at half a million or a million dollars. Like that's pretty wild to have that those kind of different qualifiers. Yeah, it's unreal. It's it's a cool opportunity for people. Like, oh yeah, I hope I hope that that's taken advantage of. Oh yeah, I agree. I I think uh, I don't know. It's interesting though. Like, but I mean, a rodeo like the American works where people can win that kind of money. So why wouldn't this one work? Because it's a similar format. It yeah, seems no, like, for sure. Yeah, it yeah, makes
1: makes sense. Like it's a good, it's a good uh, opportunity for people. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm a big fan of it actually. Now that yeah. I, now that I know more, now that we know the details. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it's a, it's really really cool.
0: And it's not any extra events. It's like it's like what is it? Four? It's eight extra events for the whole season. It's not like you have to go to a whole other association no. to make the finals.
1: Well, and, and the, you can use the where you're competing already. Yeah, as your way to get up, get to that's them. that's it. That's eh? the ticket. Yeah. That's that's really cool.
0: You don't have to go to any more events or nothing. No,
1: no. Yeah. I, I'm a I'm a super big fan of that.
0: Well, and and it makes it. I think it makes it so people can now. I think I think it's the. It could be the could be the catalyst to bringing rodeo all under one house. Like oh, for sure. I, I yeah. think that might be their plan. But like, but literally now you can. This can bring it all together. It doesn't matter if it's high school rodeo. It sounds like or if it's a. Pro rodeo, C, you know, CPRA, PRCA, IPRA, UPRA, a team roping association event. They probably talked about that being part of this as well. Like everything just counts under one thing. It's incredible. It's yeah, going to be so yeah, cool.
1: yeah. No, it's a, uh, it's pretty neat how they got it broke down with like their yeah. database and the work that's went into it. It's oh, pretty yeah. pretty remarkable. So I mean, well done. Yeah, hopefully some people take advantage of it, and it's an extra fifty bucks, like you said, for the D four on top like two hundred bucks. So like. Most rodeos up here would be the D, three, two or three, two yeah, or three. Calgary would be the
0: number one. Um, the yeah, CFR would be a number one. That's probably our number yeah, one. Pinoca would be up here. the two.
1: Penoka, yeah, might be, be number one.
0: Pinoca might be at one. Oh, okay, but I, I don't know that for sure. Yeah, but like, but I mean, like, like, Cloverdale like, would probably be able to count. Yeah, yeah, everything like can go so anywhere. What? Yeah, yeah,
1: it's cool. And like, it's like a bet on yourself too. So it gives you a little more incentive to go yeah. down and get it done. That's true. I'm a, I'm a really huge fan of it. I, I think it's going to, it's got legs. I hope so. Yeah.
0: I, uh, yeah, I wish the guys all the luck with it. It's, uh, heck yeah. Sure, is a lot of planning and everything into it, though. Like, it's, they've done a lot of stuff that nobody's ever put no, together before. No. So. Well, and
1: even like with their format in Vegas this weekend, it was a new format that nobody's ever done and what they're going to do moving forward. Like,
0: Everybody was qualified through, basically, the NFR yeah. standings. Yeah, the final The final standings of the NFR and the PRCA, but the next rodeo in July in Salt Lake City is completely through this system. So it's wide open right now, and you got 70 days to qualify. Mm-hmm. Or a mm-hmm. little, like, it's like two months, so 60 mm-hmm. days to qualify. It's game on now. Yeah, no, for neat. sure.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: How about the TV deals to go with it, though? That came out today, if you hadn't seen it I yet. I hadn't seen that. So... Um, the Days of 47 Rodeo is going to be on CBS. It's part nice. of the big deal. with the like. The, so it looks like the PBR is doing the, uh, they're kind of working the rights along with this this deal with CBS. So the Days of 47 Rodeo is going to be on there. It, and it said, uh, I better just go back and read this thing all in its entirety. But the Calgary Stampede is also going to be on network television in the United States, which is something that has never Massive. happened before. Yeah, ever that's either. huge. So here we go. Two hours of rodeo this summer on CBS. It's going to be crowning of the championship of Calgary Stampede on Saturday, July 21st. So it looks like it's a week delay on the broadcast. Then you got uh, Salt Lake, the Cowboy Games, Salt Lake City, July 28th to the broadcast. First time Calgary Stampede in days of 47 have been broadcast on U.S. network television. Combined four hours of PBR Global Cup. PBR
1: oh, nice. CBS,
0: Sweet. Then you've got... Ex- uh, more coverage on CBS Sports Network, which will air a 30-minute wrap-up show of each of the 10 days from Calgary. Sweet deal. Half-hour wrap-up shows, five half-hour wrap-up shows from days of 47. Also on this, we're going to have Calgary Stampede of days of 47 on ride pass. A couple days of bull riding from Cheyenne. Sweet meteorites for the INFR ride pass. will have will be able to broadcast the INFR in late October. So. Also, Texas State, High, uh, Texas State Finals and National Junior High Finals, National High School Finals through the partnership with NHL SRA, which is all on Ride Pass. So, pretty cool stuff there. And speaking of TV, we've got 32 consecutive weeks of television for the professional bull riders in Canada every Tuesday. PBR Tuesdays on TSN2. That was my question.
1: Yeah. Are we going to get Global Cup? Yes. Global
0: Cup is going to be, it's like the week or two after. Nice. But it's on the schedule, and the schedule's on the PBR Canada website, which you can find. I built it last week. You're welcome. With
1: your bare hands? With my
0: bare hands and my computer machine. Nice.
1: So, yeah, 32 weeks. It's the biggest TV deal
0: ever in Canadian Western sports history, as far as I know. 32 weeks. Like, we go, we started last week on Tuesday... And we didn't have we put the release out like the day before, so it's like people don't really know about it yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, we and I forgot to set the PVR, so mm-hmm. we should probably do that for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, thirty-two weeks, unreal. All of our Monster Tour events going to be on there. That's so cool, man! PVR Canadian Finals, p b r World Finals. We're going to get out all the BFTs or all the U T B events are all on the on the t- on the TV up here too. So pretty darn neat. That's badass.
1: Yeah, that's a huge step forward for. Oh man, we can Western go. sports in Canada for sure. So far
0: off that. How about the PBR to produce the PBR the CBR championship and at the new event? At that was a, that was
1: surprise, but it's good for bull riding. That's true. Yeah. So cool. so what happens? Like the the CBR guys still get to go, but it's produced by the PBR, or is I think it going to so. be the PBR guys get to go now?
0: No, it's it's one of each. There's a CBR night, and then there's a like the CBR finals is one night, and the PBR is going to have an event the next night. It sounds like it's kind of a showdown based on what. Uh,
1: Head on to head what I of saw what? there.
0: Yeah. Hmm, interesting. On the press release that went out last week. and then So are
1: they going to invite guys from the CBR event to the PBR event?
0: Uh, I don't think so. Let's, let's get real clear here on the, what it is, though. So it says championship event July 24th, and I think the PBR is the night before. So, yeah. PBR pr- will produce a new event at Cheyenne on July 23rd. This will mark the first and only time in history that Top CBR and PBR riders will compete head-to-head. Both events on Ride Pass. Thirty of the top PBR riders will compete July twenty-third in the long round and fifteen in the championship round in the PBR <laughs> and fifteen in the championship round for the PBR world points. Thirty of the top CBR riders will compete on top July twenty-fourth in the same format Monday as Monday night. So it's Monday Tuesday. Event aggregate will be based on the final scores among all sixty riders both days of competition. Interesting. PBR, had, which had produced Cheyenne, the Cheyenne PBR from 2001-2010, to 2010, will bring its award-winning production and the world's top riders and bulls to the iconic rodeo. Flint Rasmussen, official entertainer of the PBR, will serve as the on-dirt master of ceremonies. In addition to the Ride Pass Dream, PBR will market and promote the events through its online social marketing channels.
1: Cool. Hmm. I'm into it. So... I like it. I Championship like the Bull of
0: it. Riding is excited about our partnership with PBR and Cheyenne Frontier Days. This event will bring together the very best bull riders in the world and the top 30 CBR bull teams for two fantastic nights at the daddy of them all," said West Bruce, Chairman and CEO of Championship Bull Riding. PBR is thrilled to be back," says Sean Gleason, among a few other things. So yeah, right on. That's pretty cool news too. That's badass. Uh, yeah. And our last piece. That's uh, happened since our last show was uh, Arrowwood going to host a big steer riding, three thousand uh, dollar steer riding event. It's going to we're going to have like yeah, forty steer riders. That's really cool. And some bronc riding,
1: and it's going to be really cool. That's awesome. I like we were, we had supper with Brandon with the Canadian Sports yeah. Radio medicine team last night, and they talked yeah. about their little talk. They're going to their TED talk, even if you will, Ooh. about what their what the safety and stuff. I think that's really cool. More of that kind of stuff needs to happen, especially early with those young kids. I think it's a great opportunity and a great thing that and educate they're, them right off yeah the bat. for sure and i mean it's great for the community of arrowwood because their bull riding hasn't been great the last few years well it's been a great event well yeah great event but goals. like the yeah nobody stays on so they're yeah. gonna those kids are gonna freaking chew out the lights there i'm sure it'll be awesome yeah no it's gonna be awesome uh, i'm a big we, fan of that
0: our final piece before the end of the show today is gonna be our pro rodeo report
1: danana danana team canada report yeah
0: Six Canadians in the top 15 in their respective events. That's pretty good. Led by Curtis Cassidy, number four in the Bulldog, and he's got almost $40,000 won on the season. Fellow Bulldogger Scott Ginstner, number 15. In the Bearback Riding. we've got Oren Larson in the number 10 spot. Luke Creasy, 13th. Clint Lay on the outside looking in. He's 16th. Go to the Bronc at Zeke Thurston. He's number seven. Lucky number seven. Clay Lucky Elliott. number seven. Eleventh spot. He's our sixth man in the top sixteen, right in the top fifteen right now, and just all, also on the outside looking in. Carmen Posabon. She's at twenty-six thousand on the year. She's not far out. What those PBR standings there, Bob? Oh, the
1: PBR standings. We got Dakota. I cannot believe it's not butter in holding down the number thirteen spot with sixty-nine thousand dollars. One nice. Tanner we got Byrne. a
0: second-place finish in Columbus last week, we actually. Talked but we, did we talk about it? Or no, because that was on first, our first First 90-point ride.
1: That was on our off That week. was awesome.
0: Good job for Dakota. That guy's kicking ass.
1: Tanner Burn, number 23. He got one down in Vegas. He talk did. about How about that? Fire Rock. Brock Radford's holding steady at number 41. He's yeah. going to have to get get some things happening here to get back up there. He's got all
0: summer, though, to get back on. To, to oh, ha- for sure. To a little fire spot Which won't take long. 35.
1: He'll probably get on, go on a heater and win five events in a row again. Heck, yeah. Uh, Lonnie West... Lawn Dart, fifty five. Oh cool, okay. And then J Rock, Jared Parsonage, after his big win in PA, has moved up to 65th place in the world. 65th <laughs> place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh geez. Uh, okay, so that's pretty much all Team Canada right there, isn't it? You got uh Dakota, Tanner, Brock, Lonnie, Jared. So five of the seven on the team. You Jordan Hansen, Jordan and uh, I heard Jordan hurt his back. Oh no. Yeah. I don't know the whole all the details yet. We'll uh report further on that, but so yeah, that wraps up the show this week.
1: Thanks for thanks. It was a nice show. Yeah,
0: thanks to Bobby Motor, our guest today, talking more uh, WCRA. That's been pretty awesome to s- hear more about that. We got two yeah. shows in a row with these guys, but and if you're a rodeo contestant, stuff,
1: sign up for that. Yeah, check it out. Nominate your rodeos. Get going. Get there.
0: Check it out. Yeah,
1: Six six million, six sh- million. Yeah, it's big time, big money. So we watching that. We'll be talking more
0: on that cup in the coming episodes and. We also tonight taped our uh, next show with former NHL Stanley Adam Cup up. champion Curtis Assission, Langham Saskatchewan Zone. It's a hot interview. Yeah, he's got PBR Buck and Bulls. He's a shoot boss, judge, figure skater. Figure everything. <laughs> so he's on the next episode. Stay tuned. Number 13's coming up on May 20, looks like May 23rd. 30. The week of the 23rd, so we'll see you then. Catch you next time. This has been Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacy.